You're listening to a CanadianMovieCrew.com production. Microwave Massacre is the story of a man who kills and eats his wife and has to keep killing. Or is it? Oh, here she comes. Watch out, boy. She'll chew you up. Oh, here she comes. She's a mad eater. Welcome back to the Or Is It Movie podcast, where we try to find the real story behind the story. I'm Sean Taylor. I'm me, Mark. And joining us from the CanadianMovieCrew.com studios in Houston, Texas, <laughs> is a good friend of the show, fourth appearance on the show, Mr. Scott White. How you doing? I'm doing well, my friends. How you guys doing? Great, great. Hey, welcome back, Scott. Thank you so much Thank for Thank you guys for us. having me. Thanks for letting, uh, letting me do this movie. <laughs> uh, oh, yes, and this was, and let's make no mistake, your idea. <laughs> I will take a I will take a hundred percent credit for this movie. So good because I never even heard of this massacre, um, a massacre of film uh, of acting. <laughs> well, now because you guys criticized me for Moon Trap, you said it was boring. Uh, well, so, okay, but were we wrong? Uh, look, I, we're not here to we're not here to discuss that. We're going to discuss right, microwave right. massacre. Fair enough, fair enough. I got to know, Scott, where did you find this one? How did you come Well, to- I, I know uh, the lead, Jackie Vernon. You know as, uh, Well, not know. I know oh. of him. He was, a, he was a pretty big stand-up comedian in the 60s and 70s. So, um, I mean, I knew of him. I knew of his career. And uh, I was just, uh, I don't know, for some, I bought an album of his. And... Uh, so what I'll do is if I, uh, you know, if I buy, I buy a lot of comedy albums. So if I buy a comedy album for a guy, usually while I'm listening to it, I'll pull up on IMDb, see what he's done, you know, get a background on him. Cause I know of, you know, I know a little bit about him just trying to learn more. And then I saw, you know, in, and, you know, and, and star of the cult movie, Microwave Massacre. So. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and I believe that's the, t- that's about the time when you Facebook messaged me. And you said, hey, next time I'm on the podcast, can we do this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> because I, I, bought the, I bought the movie on DVD. And uh, you guys, and you guys just, did you guys just download it? Or did you guys buy the DVD? You didn't have the DVD. No, we don't have the DVD. We found other means of watching it. Uh, right. Well, I bought the just So you guys wouldn't know this. I bought the DVD, and it's by Arrow Video. And that so that little their little thing that they put before the movie, it just looked exactly like an Atari game and had Atari music. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> so so that, it was off to a good start. That was something you guys wouldn't have seen. <laughs> well, uh, but yes, I contacted you as soon as I I ordered the movie and I go, can we do I go? I think this movie would be perfect. So, yeah. And I took I took a look at the IMDb summary and went, yes. Absolutely. Yes. You, uh, you, I think you responded within 30 seconds. You're like, oh, yeah, we can do this. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Well, so far, if we have any listeners who speak Spanish, uh, it is available on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> but just in Spanish? So far, every copy I've found is in Spanish. So if you want to work on your Spanish and watch a hell of a movie. <laughs> yes. I think might it might be better in Spanish. I think actually just watching it on mute might be funny. <laughs> just trying to guess what the fuck is going on. Uh, so we can welcome to the show, of course, Jackie Vernon. You mentioned him before. 
Um, he is famous uh, for, to a lot of people might recognize his voice as the voice of Frosty the Snowman in the classic. Frosty uh, the Snowman, yes. In the classic cartoon oh, that comes out every that's year. That's where I've heard it before. Okay. And Frosty Returns. He, he did both of them. Yep. I could definitely hear Frosty when I was watching this movie, which really, considering the content of this movie, really, really makes you question your childhood. That's Yeah. It's, it's like, when your children are watching that, if you just put this movie in right after it and go, that's, that's Frosty. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, no, no, that's not Frosty. That's a pair of boobs through some... Some plywood. Oh. We're, gonna get to- <laughs> we're gonna get, yeah, we're gonna get to that, man. What a way to start a movie. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I didn't do a synopsis for this movie because, well, I started to, but then everything was just so batshit insane. This is crazy. I couldn't keep up with it, so I think we'll just go through it. Well, right away from the start of this movie, we have our first sponsor. By the way, okay. Uh, yeah, this pod. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. This podcast is brought to you by Major Electric. Are you tired of waiting for your appliances to catch up to your busy lifestyle? Try Major Electric. Our electronic appliances are killer. <laughs> of course. Of course. Well, we open up with the uh, Neanderthal woman in the microwave. Yeah. Right. That's a jarring so. image to start your movie on. <laughs> and then the opening scene, it's, and then we go right to a pair of boobs. Yeah. yeah. Best yeah. movie opening ever <laughs> it reminded me it reminded me of a benny hill sketch that's what i wrote down it just it, the opening just reminded yeah i i just you know i just pictured this benny leering at this woman so oh and well, then he would like run into something well it's just a young right. blonde she's aggressively walking down the street i don't think i've ever seen anything yes yes so purposefully yeah walking she's walking with a walking with a purpose yes yeah. <laughs> um she gets to a, a plywood wall and then Sticks her boobs in the hole for no reason. Well, from what I get, it's this is what confused me. So, in old movies like that, they'll always put walls up around construction, and they'll always be little holes where people can. So she looks into the hole, and all of a sudden, this creepy guy smoking a cigarette comes up and and grabs her ass. And then, then we see her boobs get pushed through the hole in the, and I'm like, and I'm thinking, is he, is he raping her right there on the, on the street? Yeah. Cause that's... you see her, you see her bopping up against the wall, you know, and her boobs are bopping up against, and I'm like, is she, is she getting raped right there on the, right on the street in broad daylight? It's, yeah. It was just really weird and really disturbing. You know, the, the disturbing part, I was like, well, that's 1983, you know, like, just kind of. <laughs> well, it's not, it's not, I'm going to mention that later, but it's, it's not 1983. No, it's not 1983. Well, I was going to say this 1983 is aggressively 70s, but. Uh... <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, since we, since we brought it up and since I have notes, it's like, I, cause I have a note, it says 1983 bell bottoms. Uh, <laughs> movie yeah. was actually, uh, the movie was filmed. It was filmed and... in, it because it, in the movie. He he goes. I haven't had sex since 1962. That's 15 years. So the movie was shot in 70, 77 or 78, and it took him five years to get it distributed. See, so I, it oh. didn't get distributed until 82, but it was shot in 77. 
I read that it was uh, filmed in 81. 81? Uh, yeah, but the script okay. may have been written in 77. May, okay, so... Which, which would well, explain the jive talk in this movie, too. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I was, I'm like, oh, the 77 makes sense. I'm like, well, you know, that, that newfangled Star Wars came out. We don't want to compete with them. Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. wait till 83 when the dust settles. Well, it wasn't the play. It wasn't that they were waiting. They just couldn't get anybody to distribute it. So. <laughs> I would love to oh, so, so anyway, back to the these two boobs get pushed through a hole in the fence. And these guys just run like maniacs to touch them. <laughs> just they, just they, to grab them, yeah. They see the so, boobs from across the way because they're eating lunch on the construction site. Yeah. And they run so towards it's like the hundred, you know, it's like a football field away, and they see these boobs, and they just take off running. And it's you like can almost hear the commentator. He's at the fifty. He's at the forty. He's at the thirty. And it's like a chariot of fire race, really. Like they're trying to push each <laughs> right. other out of the way. <laughs> Which is totally unbelievable because the white guy beat the black guy. <laughs> yeah. Well, he had quite a head start, though. Yes, <laughs> like he needed that, you know. <laughs> but from, the way I saw it was like it was it was very wacky too. Like. The guy comes up, clearly just grabbing a handful of ass, which jolts right. her to the point where her head somehow goes on a uh, like ninety degrees straight up from where she was, at which thrusts her boobs into the boob-shaped holes in the yeah. wall. Yeah, <laughs> and then her shirt falls down, and then she's just trying to get them out. But yeah, at first, like it took me. Yeah, years. it's like I get, was she trying to because that's probably she was trying to get him out. But the way it looked, it looked like somebody was doing her from behind. I know, I know. I was kind of relieved when I was like, oh, okay, she's alone. All right, she's just yeah, trying to get so. out of here. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What? I thought, yeah, I thought she was getting done from behind, too. You telling me that she was... I thought, yeah. No, no, because she, at the last minute, she, she's the only one pulling out. Let's put it that way. Okay. It's okay. very softcore. It's very softcore board. It, oh it, yeah, yeah. It, it is very ex- exploitative for sure. Yes, um, or sexploitative, yeah, I guess it is in the seventies. Um, and then yeah, we, I, I did like that opening one. Nice pair of tits bouncing credits. Big machines. Nice ass shot. More credits, I think. Well, we get the shot of the, the we get the first shot of the microwave, and it's the size of a refrigerator. Yeah, I yeah. Like tell this was. This was like the seventies because I was like, no, I thought we'd gotten a little bit further by eighty three, you know. <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. But that refrigerator was uh, that refrigerator. That microwave was huge. Oh my god! Yeah. <sighs> I've, uh, I, my friends have beer fridges that are smaller than that. Like, I want that yeah. to a beer. I want to convert that to a beer fridge. It's got nice and roomy. Well, what I don't get is the old <laughs> is that we meet the old lady, which is the guy's wife. Oh my god! And she's. <laughs> And I guess in the eighties the microwaves were a little bit better because you could cook you could cook uh, chicken cordon bleu in a microwave, <laughs> yeah. And you could cook all this fancy stuff. And she's ah, oh, I hate I hated the wife. She's mispronouncing things. She's a total bitch. Well, she's mispronouncing you know she's mispronouncing things for a comedic sure, effect, which sure didn't work. Yes, yeah. The acting is bunker, terrible. She is not. No. Oh, the acting is horrible in this movie. The acting is horrible, but I will say some of the the one-liners that Jackie actually made me laugh. 
Some of the one-liners he would say during the movie actually made me laugh sometimes. Which ones? <laughs> I don't know. You know, all the part. you know, I'm so hungry I could eat a whore. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there's a horror on the couch, yeah. I liked his uh, his fancy sandwich he has at the beginning there. It's got, it's got just a big plastic crab. Yeah, it's a plastic crab and a slab. In a, in, in, it's in a plastic bread. It's a plastic crab. It's plastic bun. It's a, it's a plastic piece of lettuce. It's pl- it's an entirely fake sandwich. <laughs> Like, like those little Fisher Price it. kits, like that. They like like this sandwich was purchased at Toys R Us. It wasn't from a grocery store, <laughs> yeah. right? Like this is something they use on stage and like on a in a stage play or something. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, or right you know, when you have it. when you're doing seven shows a week and you can't have real food, that's what you have to play. <laughs> and of course, there's the obligatory crab joke. Oh, of course. oh, I had I had the, I had that in the army. I don't want to get close to crabs anymore. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot of really bad bad jokes. Like oh. you know, one yeah, of totally. uh, one of my favorite comments here. Uh, now, don't get me wrong. I've never been a home decorator, but I didn't know there was such a style of decor as home erotica. Home erotica. <laughs> one of the guys talks about yeah how he's got his pad all laid out with the home erotica. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And then he he gets straight armed by a woman or something like that, and she yeah. leaves like. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's the bar scene. That? Yeah. Oh yes, yes, that was yeah one of the barflies. Yeah. Yeah, one of the barflies. Uh, right. Well, I, and then, well, before that, I have sitting down. You know, they're sitting listening to the radio, and the white guy is trying to teach the black guy how to have <laughs> rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, you gotta feel the music, and he's like, how do I feel music? And <laughs> At that point, I was thinking, did you guys just read the wrong lines? Is that? I think so. I think they got yeah. their pages mixed up. Like, <laughs> and the thing is, uh, there's like a little on the DVD. There's like a little twenty minute documentary, whatever you want to call it. The 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 white guy, the construction worker, he goes, "Oh, I had to I had to audition for that part," and he goes, "Everybody had to audition." <laughs> Those are the people that auditioned and got the part. I, I'd hate to see the list of people who auditioned and didn't yeah. get the part. Well, you mean all four of them? <laughs> I, 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 I didn't. I don't think there was a lineup for this one, really. Yeah. There was probably a bigger lineup for the bathroom in that building than there would be for <laughs> for the auditions for this. By the way, since we mentioned the bar, I am definitely cracking a beer right now because I'm going to need to keep talking about this movie. Did you, and then did you get the... Uh, um, what was it? They're walking into the bar, and Jackie Vernon, he goes, uh, "I need, you know, I need to get something to eat." And he opens the door, and there's a woman fixing a sign, so his face goes right into her right crotch. Right into her oh, crotch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like I need to eat something new, and he turns around. This is like, <laughs> oh wow! And apparently, uh, now when I, whenever I go to the bar and I say "make it a double," I get that yeah, means two yeah, shots or something. What's another? <laughs> He, he just He's gets another beer. beer. How can you make beer in double? He just gets another, another bottle. That's what he gets. Yeah. I'm like, okay. Actually, that sounds like something I would do. I'd order a <laughs> beer and then say, make it a double, so I could have two of them. <laughs> but what what got me was those bar flies are chit-chatting away. They know there's a girl back there dancing, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a strip club. I didn't even realize that right me off the too. bat. I thought it was just a like your your local kind of skeezy... After work bar. You know, yeah. That's what I thought. 
Yeah, because the first scene when the when Buddy's talking about his his home erotica de- decor, that's what you just get is two guys that sit in the bar. I'm like, okay, this is their local speakeasy or whatever, right? But holy shit, like there's a girl dancing back there. What the hell? Are you, why are you guys talking to the bartender? <laughs> yeah. This guy looks like hammered shit, and he doesn't uh, the, like the, the bartender bar. who has hemorrhoids <laughs> yes, because. Because that's why he takes this job, so he can stand up. <laughs> yeah. The first time oh I've ever God. seen every bartender in every movie is always the kindly, you know, bent ear. Hell, they did a whole show yes. about it called Cheers. Yes, yes, I made the exact same. Yeah, go on. I made the exact same and note. This guy is the most untenable. Fuck you. I hate my job. You ask for a drink. I give you a drink. You pay for the drink and fuck off kind of bartender. Exactly. <laughs> I have that written down in my notes. You are exactly right. <laughs> I like him. <laughs> I like him. I think he's a great bartender. I I, I, I I love the bartender. I think it's a great character. He's sick and tired of everyone dumping all the shit in his lap. He's just sick and tired. He's just had it. Just had, he's at his boiling point. He's added up to here. Done. Uh, I it. did like it. It was refreshing to see something different, right? But for a guy who works on tips, he probably doesn't get very good tips. So he's like, fuck you. I'm going to listen to your problem. Right. Yeah, but these I, guys aren't tipping. These, yeah. These well, they're not. No way. They're no not way. tipping him. Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, they're probably tipping the cop that tries to pull him over for drunk driving on the way home because all these guys, I'm telling you, I was like, holy shit, is this an 80s, 70s, 80s movies when drunk driving was okay, smoking was okay, and seatbelts were yeah. just a suggestion. <laughs> yeah. And sexual harassment was tolerated. Uh, it's just boys being boys. So, you know. Yes. Talk about like the wrong time to watch this movie, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah, was this movie made by the Weinstein Company, by the way? No, yeah. right, just checking. <laughs> oh my god! Um, go go! Topical reference. All right. Yeah, really. <laughs> so uh, there's one scene here when when uh, our so it, it, what was driving me crazy about this, at least to start with, we didn't really have a protagonist. We had these three dudes. I'm like, okay, I guess we're talking about these construction workers. We're not talking about the microwave, except for once every once in a while with the wife at home. But it's it takes so long to kind of put it all together. Like, oh, we're following. Oh, this is Donald's story. Oh, I see. We're following this guy home to the wife. I'm like, holy shit, that's the wife. Oh my god, I didn't know who this woman was. And uh, but I like when he gets home, and then there's something weird going on next door. Yeah, like, there's that rolls up on the window, and uh, it, it just yeah, she. Press. Yes, and they, she leaves stains on the window with her boobs. Well, not only that, but she did not look like a willing participant in whatever the yeah. hell was going on there. That was weirding me out because these neighbors. Well, you, you had a naked chick, a naked guy, and another guy in women's lingerie. Yes. And we get no explanation as to why. Ever. Ever. We uh, The same neighbor also does her gardening with her vibrator later on in the movie. Yes. <laughs> I, yes. I... I thought this was going to be ground zero for another cookout, but uh, no. <laughs> nope, That's what I was waiting for. Gardening. That's exactly what I was waiting for. Because he, okay, so yeah, let's get to it. So on and on and on and on it goes. Just set up, set up, set up. Because it takes a while to get to the actual massacre in this movie. Well, yes. Uh, we've got a hot chick in blue shorty shorts rolling up on the construction site. Like this yeah. is like the next day. And they say they're building a skyscraper. I'm like, eh, not this decade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, with the rate that these fellows go, there's like four of them. Well, how are they going to get this done? There's four of them, and they're always on break. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're never or working the in this movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> or bowling, apparently. I don't. Know. 
Oh, yeah. But they, uh, yes. Yeah, so the she walks into the uh, construction site and she sees the big hunk guy with no shirt on because, you know, health and safety. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. you know. Uh, yeah, the the the, uh, the work site was very homoerotic. Yeah. Uh, well, wasn't he gay? Wasn't that the yes. joke? Yes. Well, that was the joke. She's like, I want to meet him. And she walks over to him and puts her hand right on his, on his chest. chest. And, yeah. and then he goes full gay stereotype. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, you know, just I hate it when they touch me. But I'm like, yeah, I think this goes full gay stereotype. I, yeah, and you know how some people collect Hollywood props so they can find them. I did find one from this movie. I want that cardboard red girder that girder he was lifting he up like up, it was yeah. supposed to be a steel oh, yeah. girder. <laughs> and he's like <laughs> pretending he's acting like he's lifting a real steel girder. <laughs> I think it was hilarious. Well, and you notice that their steel, their hard hats are clearly plastic. Oh god, yeah, yeah, clearly plastic. Yeah, they were bought at Toys R Us for sure. Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah. Baby's first hard hat, absolutely. <laughs> baby's and, first hard hat. Well, we had baby's first crab sandwich at the beginning of the movie. Why <laughs> right. not? Baby's first yeah, yeah I think there was a lot of shopping at Toys R Us. They just cleared that place out for all the props. Let's get I, the let's get the fake girder and the plastic crab and <laughs> the plastic hard hats. Plastic body parts? No, wait, that's that was the store that's, next door. Yeah. <laughs> well, Halloween, I guess, you know. <laughs> and is it just me or was the wife serving dinner on paper plates? Did you guys notice that? Yes, she I was. Didn't notice she that. was. Yeah, she absolutely was serving. So this fancy cordon bleu that she couldn't pronounce, she was serving it on paper plates. <laughs> yes. I slave all day. I'm not doing a fucking dish, you know. <laughs> now, let me ask you guys this. Did you notice the couch had a giant stain on the back of it? It had a oh giant piss stain on it. Yeah. I noticed yes. that. I'm like, it, it can't be from the dog. stain. And the thing is, she's supposed to keep a clean house. How does that slide? You know, so before. Yeah. And, and she gets on this case, like, don't get your dirty, uh, your dirty clothes on my couch. I just vacuumed it. A, you're vacuuming right. the couch. And then later on, we see the giant piss stain down the back of it. And I was like, what? Yes. Why do you take care of that instead of vacuuming the couch? Regardless of the fact that it's a, that ugly ass floral pattern you got going on. <laughs> yeah. Return the microwave. Buy a shampooer. Get yes. a new couch. It's ruined. There's a giant piss stain and on the back of it. You could, And they have, there's that scene where he's standing on the couch and he falls off the couch. But. They obviously have no budget for stunt doubles. Yeah. So you see him go, you hear him go, whoa, 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 and they cut away, and the next scene he has a band-aid on his nose. Yeah. <laughs> That's how they imply he fell off the couch, because they have no they have no money for a stunt double. <laughs> and Jackie ain't doing it. He ain't having it. No, no, I don't think he I, I think at that weight and that age he wasn't doing that. No. He probably had a show to do later that night, so fuck right. that. <laughs> like, <laughs> What was whoa, the whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Can I ask something? What was what was in the bowl that was so flammable that just burst into flames? I don't know. I don't know. Because she goes to light a candle, she drops the match into a like a <sighs> in, into like a glass bowl, and it like it looks like it was like a gas or some kind of liquid or something. Yeah, like like 
This is where actually one of the one lines that made me laugh when she turns off the light and he goes, it's too late. I've already seen it. <laughs> I thought that was a, fun, that was a funny line. That was, yeah. And I bet it you was, and the fact that he, and the, the character that he plays in the movie is exactly how his standup is. He's very deadpan when he delivers lines. Okay. So, um, so the character he plays in the movie is the exact same as a standup character. Um, Oh wow! Yeah, I, I wonder if actually maybe they they approached him maybe after seeing him at a comedy show or something like that. Maybe they're like, "This is the guy. We want this kind well, of character." Uh, you know what? I've got. I want to save it to the end, but I got a couple of bits of trivia that you guys might yeah, not know about this movie. I, I think yeah, I have so. the same one Scott's got. So okay. So my my only guess uh, in answer to your question is that the instruction said serve at three hundred and twenty five beside a bowl of gasoline. And you yes. enjoy this meal, like whatever she made that night. So, <laughs> and it took her forever to light that second candle. Did you notice that? I was actually like, does she yes. know how to light a candle? Like, she, she aware of how that works? If you, uh, on the documentary, the director said we had we had no time. We couldn't do second takes. And I there's, knew it. There, there's a ton of scenes where you can see that, and that was one of them. Where it's waiting for her for that candle to light, and it just wouldn't light. <laughs> what the hell is going on? Yeah, yeah, and there's no cut. That's like, just, it's no, there's no cut. Yeah, I believe they call that guerrilla style. Just go, 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 go. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one thing. And, that yeah, they go. We had we had no money for second take, so this was all basically the film was eighty percent. The first take was the t- was the was the take that they took. The only I take, yeah. <laughs> That's the one thing in this movie that I kept that I kept seeing is that, uh, and it, it made it look like a very very low budget movie. But they would come into a scene, there'd be a pause, they would look, and then they would say their lines, and then another person yes. would come in, pause, and and respond, and it was totally totally throwing off the uh, tone or the. Yeah, the, the thing of conversation. You know what I mean. And not right. only that, but they would also hang on to one person for too ju- just a couple of beats too long. Like it was. Yeah. She like she comes in, she looks, she says her line, beat, beat, beat. Switch to him, he looks, he says his line, beat, beat. beat you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you notice there's a, a lot of two shots. There's not a lot of, you know. Shots on her shots. There are a little, but most of them are two shots, so they could get them both in the same picture. Yeah. So they could just do it all in one take. They didn't have to do a lot of editing either. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Except, yeah. obviously, when you need to be alone. But, yeah, no, you're, you're right. And that's why, like, all the guys had to – they all had to be buddies so they would all be in the same spot. Right, yeah. So, yeah, they're all sitting – they're all sitting way too close to each other. <laughs> and is it just me or does he break the fourth wall? Oh yes, I've got. I had that written down. Yeah, I had that written down a couple of times. Yes, I had that written down. Yes, definitely breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, I counted two of them. I I I, I have two or three. Yes. So okay, I must have missed one. (laughs) I like. Okay, so let's get to it here. Where she's she's basically not Edith Bunker. She's annoyed the hell out of him, driven him to insanity. It has been fifteen years since he's been laid. Okay. Uh, once I understand that, I'm like, oh, the motive is starting to come through, and he goes crazy. And you know what is you know what his one demand is a bologna and cheese, cheese sandwich. sandwich. Yeah, that's all this man wants is a bologna and cheese sandwich. Yeah. That's 
that's I, I would think that if you're a classic 1970s housewife, that's the dream. Oh, thank God. He only wants a balloon. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Served in the garage, by the way. <laughs> yes, in the garage. I want a bologna and cheese sandwich in the garage. Like, he goes so I, far as to cook his own, to make his own meals out of dog food. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is, like, that's uh, how much he hates her cooking. Yeah, I figured if he was having the uh, bologna sandwich in the car, it would be like with the car running and the door closed. Yes. Like, so, <laughs> <laughs> kind of a last meal. But no, no, it goes the other way. And he beat it to the death with <laughs> a salt shaker. Was a, was a, I, at first, I thought it was a pepper shaker. I thought it was I'm a like, pepper shaker. Why, why is he throwing pepper over his shoulder? But no, I, I, I looked at it. Yeah, it's a salt shaker. <laughs> and he stops to throw the salt. He stops to throw salt over his shoulder. I thought that was pretty funny. See, I, Dude, thought, I, thought, funny. I thought it was a pepper grinder, too. And so when he uh, he put this, the pepper in his hand and threw it over his shoulder, I was like, why is he throwing pepper over his shoulder? It doesn't make it lick a That sense. was my exact same thought, too. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the only thing that clued me into it being a salt shaker was, and and I, and why oh why do they not make the obvious like he assaulted her joke? Yes. Oh God. Maybe that's why. Okay. <laughs> oh, and, and can we talk for a second about this uh, this this crime program that he's watching? Oh, the audio television program. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. Was that? I think that's a little later. I think that's. Uh, well, I got nothing after after yeah. the after the beatdown. I'm just like, after the beatdown. He comes. He forgets that he actually doesn't remember that he killed her. Yeah, because right. he's calling for her the next morning. Yeah, because he was drunk that night. Yeah, that that is some badass drunk right there. Yeah, like not so drunk that you pass out, but so drunk you can't remember murdering somebody. <laughs> that is a fine line. <laughs> and so there's this line of exposition. Exposition. Where he goes, where's my lunch? Well, maybe it's in the microwave. <laughs> and he opens the microwave and there's clearly, it's the head of his wife in there. And I think it's her, it's her whole body. It's her whole body, point. yeah. Yeah. But it's clearly a cutaway shot. <laughs> you know, that's not the microwave. And then he closes it real quick. Well, it looks like she's standing in the microwave, like like. Yes, it looks like she's standing up in the microwave. Yes, because you see sort of like the top half of like from the like her nipples up, and she's just standing there looking straight faced. And I was like, okay, so it's a bottomless microwave. Yes. By the way, that was her best acting in the whole movie. Was her <laughs> yes, yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, oh, good, she didn't screw this up. All right, well. Great, we can move on. <laughs> so, so he gets the big idea then, if I'm not mistaken. Well, she's already in there. Let's just turn the microwave on? Yes. What? Why? <laughs> because, <laughs> well, he's already gone that far, dude. Why? Because after he turns it on, then don't we cut to the garage where he's cutting her up? Uh, I think I so, guess, yeah. yeah. After he's cooked her. After he's cooked her, he takes her to the garage and cuts her up. And I have written down, he's sawing off an arm, but it sounds like he's sawing lumber. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, her, uh, her her skin and bones have the density of cedar. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. Oh, this one. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so he puts her in the fridge, and then he sits down to watch the audio television program. Yes, yes. And then the, and, and the television program says, well, it would have been a perfect crime. It was almost the perfect crime. Because, oh, no, it was the perfect crime because he ate the evidence. And that gives him an idea. Yes. <laughs> well, not so much an idea. It just reinforces something that happens quite by accident. That's right. Great, because right, he, he, he took out some of the real food, which was wrapped in tinfoil, wraps the body parts in tinfoil, and then the hand falls into the tub. And it puts it into a refrigerator that is clearly not on and clearly not running. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I love, too, he takes out the old food, which is obviously just a big ball of tinfoil, because he reaches into yes. it and grabs oh, yeah. it. And there's, like, no, there's no substance in those tinfoil no, balls God, at all. No. God, the no. tinfoil budget must have been off the roof. Oh yeah, they must have bought yes. like that's where they blew the budget. <laughs> yeah. That's why they couldn't afford the actual TV program because they blew it on the uh, on the foil budget. I did thought I did think that that little TV show. I thought that little bit was pretty funny. So they said that there was going to be swearing, and then they bleeped yes. out all the non swear words. Exactly. I thought that was pre I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. I, well, yeah, I haven't really seen it done before. Yeah, no, that, that was kind of, I'm like, oh, okay, very good, very good. <laughs> so but that's the weird thing is that he, he then just picks up something from the bucket, which has now been out of the fridge, and he thinks it's a good idea to eat it. Right. <laughs> yeah. And at this point, he doesn't know it's a human. He doesn't know it's flesh. No, but if he took it out of the fridge, he should know that it's spoiled. Yes, exactly. <laughs> But but he goes, well, it's better than nothing. And <laughs> he did just eat dog food, so I guess. Yes. <laughs> but why doesn't he have any food in the refrigerator in the house? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> yeah, there's no hamburger helper. There's no there's Oh, no wait, no, slices. I know why. Did, did you see that she had not one, not two, but four regular ovens? I did and, see that. And they yes. were all labeled like different. Like broil is one oven, bake is another one. No, 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 <laughs> dude! It wasn't broil or bake. It was like saute. Um, yeah, that was the other two. was another one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She yeah. So she had different ovens for like she had an oven fetish or problem of some sort. Yeah, oh, she yeah. had. Yeah, she had some sort of cooking kitchen fetish. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but so no room for the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? That's a. You know what? Because you're right. Now that you look at it, there there was no there was absolutely no fridge in the kitchen. No, it, it was, was the four ovens and the microwave. That's so right. like yeah. it's in the sink. Yes. Yeah. The but only fridge know, was in the garage. So what? He takes his um, wife's arm to work the next day. Right. Is it the arm, or is this like the larger, like the longer? It might be a leg piece. I don't. Know. I, well, he he finds out he enjoys eating her. He mistakenly eats the hand, which is obviously a rubber hand filled with meat. It's because the way he's eating it, yeah. it's like he's not, yeah. he's not taking any bites, but he's sort of sucking sucking the meat out of it. So. The way I looked at it was that he was, the, the angle and stuff, he was basically just kind of like rubbing ketchup on his on the top of it's, his yeah. or something. That's what I got too. Yeah, yeah that's what I took from it, yeah. He's like, whoa, it's pretty good. And there's ketchup there. and. <laughs> Yeah, they definitely have a large catch-up uh, budget because of what happens later on in the movie, too. Yeah. <laughs> when, he's, when he's making the Chinese food. Um, 
Oh my god. <sighs> Jesus Christ. So then he takes them to work, though. Yeah, and he shares it with his buddies. Yeah, he sh- it's like a four-foot piece of meat. Yeah. I think <laughs> it's like. And it looks like a rib. I think it like, might have been. It looks like a rack of ribs, like the, the one part that's that's undone. It looks like a like a rack of ribs. Okay, yes, absolutely. Like, And it looks like well, barbecue. So, so this is the part that sort of skeeved me out, is obviously the three actors are eating off the same piece of meat. Because, yeah. obvi- you know, so that means these, these three guys, they're all eating the same thing. They're, ta- they're taking bites. Yeah. Over bites. Yeah, it's, I mean, in real life, that's what they're doing. And this has nothing to do with the movie. It's just like, we have to do this for this take. We all have to eat this same piece of meat. Because they can't afford any (laughs) more. No, yes. They can't afford three pieces of meat. (laughs) Or whatever else is under that tinfoil. Exactly. (laughs) Uh, But this is, like, I I was starting to actually get kind of genuinely grossed out by this. Like, first, he starts eating the hand, then he likes it, takes it to work, and then he doesn't be like, no, 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 guys, don't trust me. Like, you won't like it? No, no. Go ahead and be cannibals with me, my friends. Yeah. Like, and when they're eating it, he's like, so you really like He's, like, proud of himself. He's like, so you really like it? Yeah. So he's proud that he was. And one of the workers goes, well, it, it is. The meat's kind of old and tough. And he goes, oh, I haven't perfected it yet. But yeah. I'm working on it. So. Yeah. Now he's all of a sudden the culinary master, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And then, uh, so what was it? We're back at the bar. We're back at the bar. Well, then uh, the, what, the one thing, I said, and then after that, there's the hand kebab scene where he, oh, oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he puts on, you know, um, onion and, and green pepper and then a, a, a hand. A and, full and hand. A full hand. A whole hand. He yes. doesn't cut the meat off and put it on. No, he puts the whole hand on. Cartilage and all, yeah. Uh. Yes, bones, yeah. And the wedding ring on it, too? Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Wait, wasn't that the same one that he was eating, like, chomping on the wrist? I I couldn't. We should have checked to see whether it was the right hand or the left hand. It'd be a both hands. <laughs> Mark, 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 Mark. Do you really think there's a continuity supervisor on this movie? <laughs> <laughs> no, maybe Jackie would be like, no, I already... Eat this hand. Give me the other one. <laughs> Shut up. We're running out of daylight. Action. <laughs> but then after that, we are back at the bar. Yeah. And then so with, we see he gets hit on by a hooker. Yeah, he gets yeah. hit on by a hooker. Yeah. This, is a note that, this is a note that I have. For such a small town, there are a hell of a lot of hookers in this town. <laughs> there is a lot of hookers. It's like, wow, this town is half populated by hookers. And I gotta say, back in the '80s, hookers were a little more subtle. Yes, <laughs> I gotta say, like I, I didn't peg her for a hooker right away until she said, uh, "No, me neither." Until, uh, until, I didn't either. Yeah, until until the asshole bartender tells her to get out. So. Yeah, I was, I was like, like oh. Oh, she's really interested in this old guy. Like, uh, oh, because that's I what I originally. That's what I originally wrote. I'm like, huh, woman interested in an old guy, and then that's like, oh, she's a hooker. So. Yeah, I did have notes in there that I had to erase about how his sex life is way better than mine. Being divorced, you know, him and the wife are done uh, for two days, and he's got, and he's pulling, you know? He's, yeah. Okay, but he's <laughs> pulling a hooker. <laughs> well, no, no, that's why I deleted that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 
to the unsexiest sex scene I've ever seen. Right. I've seen in a while. Well, that, and I have a note with what we've said before. She's sitting on the couch and she delivers her lines and she obviously forgot her line, but they kept it in the shit. It's like, it's cleaning day. It's, um, it's va- vacuuming day. Yeah, but she clearly forgot her, her line. Yeah. But they, they kept it in. So. So I, I was like, I, I, I'm still confused at this point because I have a note here says, "Why kill the hooker? What to get out of paying you?" Yeah, and and then I was like, "Oh, okay." The death okay. scene was he put a pillow on her face and applied absolutely no, no pressure, pressure whatsoever. Yeah, no, I mean, it's like I thought, you know, it's like she probably thinks this is a sex game because it's like that could not have killed her. So, <laughs> it looked like he was saying like, guys. "Can you hold this pillow with your face?" Please for me. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> and I'm still looking at that goddamn stain on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> it is kind of like a car wreck. You can't look away. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it time like you redecorate? You turn the couch to face the wall, like the back to the wall. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> like when you flip, when like when you flip a cushion when you have a stain. Yeah. Flip yeah. Yeah. the couch. <laughs> yeah. So the and then he takes her to the kitchen and then delivers one of my favorite lines, I'm so hungry I can eat a whore. Yeah. And yeah. And did you notice that he took an axe off the wall in the kitchen? Yeah, I did notice that. Yeah, yeah. Why do you have an axe in the kitchen? An axe is just hanging on the wall in the kitchen. No fridges. But no fridges. Five ovens and an axe. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. Oh. And this is and where the thing is, he does that. He does that three stooges thing where he takes a hair out of his head and chops oh it with God, the axe yes. to make sure it's sharp. I'm like, really? We're splitting hairs on this one? Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's like that in every Bugs Bunny cartoon where they get an axe. Yes. Like <laughs> so, uh, but his axe isn't up. good enough, right? So he has to go to the hardware store. Is that the next scene? Oh, yes. Right? He goes to the hard story. He's like, oh, can I get an elephant-sized something or other? Oh, oh, can I get a six-foot cookie pan? And the guy behind the counter, uh, all over at, hey, what? what hey, we, we're out of that side. Hey! Obviously, I, <laughs> the director said, you're going to be over-the-top funny. And the guy just went with it. Whatever. He made a bold choice. So. But he gets kicked out of there. Like, he gets kicked out of the hardware store. And then all of a sudden, the hardware store guy picks up the phone and says, Hello, Coast Guard? The coast is clear? Good. What? <laughs> oh, yeah, this guy was a lunatic. This yes. is a town of crazy people. Like, he kicks out his... his like, he he turns around his and sees one customer. Yeah, well, he, he kicks out the one customer. And he throws out... He also ejects his image of himself in the mirror. He turns around and sees himself in the mirror. He's like, "You get out of here too," or something like that. And I was yes. like, "Oh yeah, yeah." What? This guy is... Like I have. A what about the? That... Uh, what about the bum that finds an arm in a trash and he uses it to scratch his crotch? Oh, for God! I just. Oh. Uh, wah, wah. You mean, uh, you mean uh, what could have been a young Gary Busey? <laughs> yes. <laughs> he kind of looks a little bit like him. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah, that uh, I have a theory about this town. I I think it's it. I think it's actually just part of a big city because they do need to build a skyscraper. But I think he yes. lives, I think he lives in the crazy part of town because not only do you know do we have a strip club where no one's watching the strippers, we've got uh, you know we've got the the. Out I, think I think it's the same stripper all the time. Every, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's just Tammy. She's where. She's working twenty four seven in that place. <laughs> Absolutely, she, she yeah. She, her shift starts at six, and she doesn't stop till the break of dawn. And like, I, I'd and, like, I'd like to see that timetable on the back. You know, like uh, twelve p.m. to eight p.m. Tammy. Eight fifteen to twelve p.m. Tammy. You know, like she gets a break in the middle. <laughs> and then we also get this. I don't even know what the hell it was, but there's a girl in a chicken suit. No, no. Before that, the did you read the the butter scene where the oh. nude lady is being buttered and he puts he makes a giant sandwich out of her? Oh, oh his dream sequence. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> is oh. this? Oh, is this what the shrink? Well, we should also mention before we go to get too far away from the hooker is her name. Her name is D D D. Oh yeah. Because her because mother, her mom had a stutter. Her mother wanted to name her Delilah or something. But then, but then she stuttered. Badum ching. Like, yes. Like, I was, seriously, the jokes in this movie needed rim shots. Absolutely. I may was, go through, I may actually go through, recut this movie and add in the rim shots. I know, I kind of wondered, now that I know that Jackie was a stand-up, if he, if he like, just kind of gave her that, here, say this. <laughs> yeah. It's like an ad lib. And then we go to the chicken part. Yeah. What the This fuck? woman dressed as a chicken. So, and this is why I think this is still, like, the crazy part of town. Because she's in the street dancing as a chicken with a loop band behind her. Did you notice the name of the band? No. The Fried no, Pipers. Playing the lutes. Yeah. The Fried Pipers. The Fried, okay, oh, there the we go. The Fried, fried Pipers. So, like, was she working for a chicken shack or something like that? Was that it? I don't think, I think so. They might have been out in front of a chicken shack giving out. I don't know. I don't know. But th and this is the crazy part. This again, this old guy goes up to the chicken and says, "I want to take you home for dinner." And she's like, "Okay." And then fucks him. <laughs> yeah. Well, during during that scene, an ambulance goes by. Like I said, an ambulance goes by, ruins the shot, and they keep it in the day. It's like they didn't reshoot that. No. Yeah. That scene was totally – because he lost the dialogue because this ambulance in real life went by. And I uh, – at first I thought it was part of the movie, but I'm not – like, no, that was a real ambulance that just drowned out the dialogue, and they didn't reshoot that. <laughs> I thought the ambulance had something to do with him killing somebody. But no, I just Maybe, yeah. never comes back. Never gets mentioned. Didn't even have like a loot player down. No, nothing. Yeah, like maybe a loot player <laughs> got hit by a car or something. <laughs> and it was again like this is like early because it was still the, the <laughs> ambulance sound. I was like, okay, either that's a real ambulance and they are in a weird part of town, or they got it from. Like a 1960s cop drama or something like that. <laughs> but you're right. Then he picks up this. I'm just wondering if they said, you know, Jackie, if you do this movie, 
you're going to get to lay on top of a lot of naked young women. Yeah, I wonder yeah. if that was a selling point of this movie. Uh, well, sign me up. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> again, it's like this gorgeous woman who's just like, okay, sure, why not? And this, you know, this this fat, dumpy old guy is just picking up these women. You know, she's I don't know. Uh, you know, the hooker is one thing, but I don't think this one's a hooker. So, or no, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, she asks. She asks when he comes up. He's just like, oh, "Do you have any eggs for my basket or something?" I forget what it is. Or change. Or change. So yeah, is she like the? Was she like the hat for the group? Where you're supposed to throw money in? Yes. Right. Like I, I don't sure. even know. I, then the group goes away and she stays, and I'm like, "Why? <laughs> what? Are you not going to go with the group?" Like, <laughs> yes. You're gonna leave. You're gonna leave your lead singer. <laughs> <laughs> alone with this creepy old man. All right. What? Why is it the day after we don't get a spinning paper shot of like loot player report singer missing? You know, well, we do get that. We, we do we get that. We sort of get something like that later. A chicken uh, shack born since you know. <laughs> the Joseph says something like, um, like he says he wants to take her home for a bite to eat, and say, like, "Oh, the finger licking places down the street." I'm like, "Wow, you can't even yeah. afford to say KFC." <laughs> right. Yes, because they don't want to get sued. they don't want to get sued by KFC. In this movie. I think you're okay. I don't think anyone from Kentucky Fried Chicken is going to actually watch this movie. I think you're safe. <laughs> but that, yeah. So he takes her home, and he and the thing is, he he has sex with these women before he kills them. So, which again, this guy pulls, as they hey. say. You gotta baste your food, right? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's true, and it is the early '80s, so raw dogging. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. So the next, so the next day, they're back at the construction site, and this is close to the spinning. Uh, I don't think they can afford the spinning newspaper. No. You know, effect. no, it'd just be some guy but, turning the newspaper over and over if it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. He goes. And he goes, well, he goes, thank God this psycho, you know, they're talking about all the missing women. He goes, uh, thank God this psycho, this psycho uh, doesn't discriminate. The last, uh, the last girl gone missing was black. And then the other construction worker, while he's eating, goes, hey, you brought dark meat today. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point, the movie kind of knows what it is. And they're yes. just like. Whatever, man. You know, <laughs> this. Uh, you know what? My notes kind of trail off here because uh, what would we have next? Oh, is this uh, now the the next, the third girl, the hooker he picks up, or is this when he uh, goes down to, for Chinese food? No, no, no. This is when her sister shows up. Oh, the sister-in-law. Yes. Yes, the, the, his sister-in-law shows up. Um, and uh, I love. Um, yes, her sister-in-law shows up. And he puts this, obviously, he's like, my, your sister's in the bedroom, she's sick, and he has this obviously fake head in the bed. And it fools her. It fools her for the first little while until the head falls off. Yes. Yeah. Right. I'm like, what? And then there's one, and then there's a scene where he shoves this piece of bread down her throat, and obviously he drops the bread, and, and he's fumbling for it, and it's like, nope, they kept that entire shot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She just kind of keeps continuing to struggle. She keeps to continuing to flail while he's trying to grab that piece. 
<laughs> one take wonder. Here's the thing: is that he doesn't kill her, but he leaves her in no, the closet. He but he leaves her in the closet with a with a loaf of bread in her mouth for days. Because they and, and you notice and the and and I guess this is clever or not. Every time he opens the door, the bread yeah. in her mouth is getting moldier and yeah. moldier. Yes. So yes, there was a continuity editor. Someone yes. took <laughs> the of that loaf of bread to show the passage of time as yes. it got moldier and moldier. I love that. As I've never thought of using mold as a time passage device and. Lo and behold, here it is. But here's my question about those scenes. Because I did notice the bread was getting moldier. But did you notice he was he was always wearing that beige shirt? Yes. But he was always taking out and putting in a beige shirt while right. wearing a beige shirt. He wasn't washing the beige shirts. He was just rotating them in his closet. <laughs> Like, He's living in a cartoon. Like that's like Fred Flintstone. Yeah, lining up in front of the the same outfit that he has. Yes, and there's like a rack of them. And... Like that that that's a background joke from The Simpsons. Yes. 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 Like when Homer Simpson shaves, and then immediately the five o'clock shadow grows out. Right. Yeah, where he just goes to his thing, and it's just a whole bunch of white shirts. Yep. And, ooh, I'll wear this one. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I you know why I think he doesn't eat the sister-in-law. Is because he's, he has a fucking purse, and he, he thinks that's gross. He right, because he says that. He goes, oh, no, what am I going to do with her? Oh, no, I can't do that. So it's just. <laughs> yeah. yeah she's I don't gross. think, yes, I think he sort of has a moral code where <laughs> I, can't kill, I can't kill him. I can't kill him if I'm not going to fuck her. I can't fuck him. You know, it's like I can't kill her because I'm not going to fuck her. So, <laughs> well, I think this comes into play with what Mark was getting to the uh, the psychiatrist. Yes, yes, where he basically admits to a sleeping uh, sleeping psychiatrist. Classic joke. Whoa, love it! Uh, that he has basically a fetish for fucking these women and then eating them, and then all he all he under uh, he hears when he wakes up is, "Well, if you want to eat her, go go for it." Yeah, you want to eat around. Eh, it's the sexual revolution. Go ahead. Whatever gets you off. Yeah. And then he picks up another hooker. <laughs> yeah, was she, yeah, was this, she supposed to be Japanese? Uh, no, the Jap the Japanese comes later. This one is the it's uh looks like she's in a Catholic schoolgirl outfit. Yeah, and, something like uh, that. And he takes her home and he's like, I'm gonna slip into something a little more appropriate, and she goes, Me too. And she just takes off her top. Yes. And then we hear a crack of thunder, and she looks out the window, and it's perfectly sunny out. Yeah. And she goes, well, that's strange. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, they don't explain it. No. no. It's it's this weird motif where he, when he's about to kill, there's a thunder crack. And now it ha one happens on the, in the middle of the day on a sunny day just before he's about to kill her. But we never know why it happens. See, I and thought that was... Hell? I thought that was related to something that happened earlier, and that was he goes into the fridge. Every time he goes into the fridge where he gets more meat to put in, he turns the head around or he moves her out of the way. But then all of a sudden, in one scene, he goes to move the head and it's gone. Yes! And then all of a sudden, it, it appears on the... Because um, this is right before the sister shows up. The, the, yeah, it the appears, head appears right at the door when the sister shows up. Yeah, and it appears at the door. It appears on, uh, on like, the... Um, counter next to the uh, next to the fridge and then appears next to the door and I'm like uh, are we not going to acknowledge 
excuse me, acknowledge this? Like, <clears throat> but he's like, no, and he does the whole thing about trying to hide the head behind her thing. And doesn't he pull it out and show it to the sister-in-law, too? No, he doesn't, you know, she bends down to look at the dog, and he takes the head out, he goes, here she is, and then puts it back. Oh, it's okay, okay. Weird. Yeah, it's a really, it's a really odd, weird scene. It's like the grossest, uh, like Abbott and Costello type Three Stooges kind of gang. Yeah, <laughs> but it's so uh, weird. So yeah, See, and, then I, I, I have, and then I think that you were talking about the ketchup thing. So then he cuts up the, yeah. the hooker. And all this blood, it's like, it, it's remind, I have Evil Dead, because he's cutting this hooker up, and all this blood keeps pouring in his face. <laughs> yeah, but it's a, it's a really thick stream, and it looks like ketchup. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> At this point, I, I was so spellbound by this movie. I, I stopped writing notes and I started coming up with my or is it's but go, but keep going, please. Because we're not okay. done yet. But doesn't he go to no, the doctor after this? Like, doesn't he have a his pacemaker that all of a sudden he has? Yes, he has a he has a problem with his pacemaker. So he goes to the doctor and the doctor says everything's fine. And he goes, you are better than you you were last time. And he goes, I'm on a different diet. And the doctor goes, well, you are what you eat. And he goes, oh, I hope not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, this this was, um, uh, you know, uh, obviously this is Chekhov's pacemaker. You know, if you show that a guy has a pacemaker in the third act, <laughs> yeah. something has to happen with it in the right. third act. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just all and of a sudden he has a pacemaker. And then he comes home to the, the neighbor gardening with a vibrator. Uh, and. They do a shot, makes it look like she's peeing, and then she's yes. just gardening with the vibrator. And then, why, of all the women, like, this neighbor clearly wants to fuck him, because she keeps right. doing all this sexy stuff, and he leaves her alone. That's what maybe I thought, because too. He, maybe it's because he likes her, you know what I'm saying? Um, but he never talks to her. No. Because all the women he killed were women that he didn't know, that, that he just picked up. So Except for his wife. Except for his wife. Um, so, yeah, you, you so can't really weird. explain this one away. No, you can't. Uh, I want to talk about the doctor, but, too, because the, uh, the nurse comes in and says, here's the report that you look for. And, he, and then he just berates her. He's like, oh, he you're stupid. Here's your the doctor fool. And he's like, it's a fool. You know, in this, in this, in this horrible German accent. So, yeah. It's like, oh, I've told you uh, once, I've told you a thousand times. Get out, get out. And I don't know if you saw it, but as she's leaving, she starts to laugh. Oh, yes, I she's saw that. that. <laughs> yeah, she breaks character before she leaves. Uh, I was like, okay. I kind of missed that. Yeah, go. well, I would say go back yeah, and watch. She's, but I mean, she's really hurrying to get out of the scene because she's breaking up. So I don't even know why. It's not even that funny. <laughs> and and that, by the by, that woman, that nurse, director's wife. No shit. <laughs> that was a director's wife. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> well, well, small part you know like that. Yeah. I, I'm not. I'm not making my wife the sex toy gardener. So you know. <laughs> no. Sure, be the sexy nurse. That's fine. Keep the outfit for later. Or did you bring that from home? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
So then yeah, what happens? So... Then he, goes, he, he makes a plan to kill the Chinese woman? Yeah, a Japanese woman, because he's talking with his friends. You know, they're talking about going out, and he's like, you're going to bring the snacks. And he's like, yeah, I'm going to, uh, you know, um, i got to go down to Chinatown. I have to go to Chinatown and, and get, uh, you know, Kung Fried Chick. No, you know, no, like, no it's, Kung... uh, it's Peking Chick. He says, don't you Peking mean Peking chick. Duck? It's like, no, Peking Chick. And I'm like, why are you guys not picking and... up on this? Yes. And then the next scene, they cut to a scene of him in the kitchen, and on the counter, there is this geisha wig and round glasses. He's Dr. Mott, you know, Mr. Motto glasses. Totally <laughs> racist, totally stereotype. It's like, oh, he killed this he killed this Japanese woman because there's her hair and her glasses. Yeah. And did, did you notice the pair of chopsticks <laughs> in the hair? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yes, uh, yeah, kind of like she put it up and then used chopsticks. To, so, of course, it's a Chinese woman. Like, <laughs> Yes. Oh, my God. Now, wait, was this before or after they go to the drive-thru? Because I actually laughed in that scene. Oh, this, yeah, we missed the drive-thru part. We'll have to yeah, oh, let's go back yeah, and talk yeah. about that. Yeah. So, so guys, this is after. This is near the end of the movie, so. Yeah, this is, the, I think they so, go bowling. Like, you actually mentioned they go bowling. Yes. Um, and then they go to a, a, the drive-thru place. And the and the girl comes over the thing. It's like, can I take your order? He's like, yeah, take off your top, uh, hike up your skirt, uh, bend over, and a coke. And I was like, all right, that's kind of funny. Yeah, and we're laughing at, but it's kind of funny. They drive away, and you see her standing in the window doing all. (laughs) She's done it all. (laughs) She 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 just blindly does it all. Yes, (laughs) and I love the reaction too. He turns to his buddies. He's like, (laughs) you hear that? And a Coke. And he repeats the punchline. Like, what is going on in the in the front seat. I don't, you know, it's just like, you know, we got well, a back seat, guys. All three of us don't need to be up front. Yeah, yeah but we only have the one camera and not a yeah, lot of shots. we only have the one camera, so this is a one shot. <laughs> Everybody in the front. Yeah. <laughs> that. Yeah, uh, so an early, or is it just from that scene alone, is like National Lampoon's serial killing or whatever. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> so anyway, he goes, to, he goes to cook the Chinese girl, right? And that's where he gets the heart attack? No, well, yes. But we the thing is, we don't see it. We don't see him get like pick up the, the, the Asian lady, whether or not he And we don't her. see his heart attack. Because they're all supposed to go out to the wrestling matches, so the other two show up as uh, as Rooster and Huggy Bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was exactly my thought too. Yeah, Absolutely. they're dressed like 1970s pimps. Yep, pimping easy. <laughs> and they just walk into his house, and he's he's dead on the floor, and uh, it's like we don't you know we don't see him have the fatal heart attack. I love how these guys react to it. They don't yes. they don't check for vitals or to see if he's alive. They're like, man, is he dead? Yeah, man, I think he's dead. What's in the microwave? Yes. <laughs> and then the, then the black guy goes 1940s black. Oh, I can't look so bad. I was going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody call my mama. <laughs> yes, it's like, I, I don't know nothing about birthing no babies. Wow, man. Wow. I'm coming, Miss Daisy. (laughs) Yes. That's exactly what happened, you know. And so 
like I love how the like the black guy kind of I don't know about overreacts. I think like if you just found out you were accidentally a cannibal, that like his reaction is enough. The other guy's just like, I don't huh. know what to do, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's just he's kind of like, huh? And you're wondering if he was talking to the director. It's just, I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then slime. So the next. The next scene, they're taking all the furniture out of the house, and you see the damn couch with that giant stain. <laughs> they're taking it out of the house. Finally! That's something they should have done weeks ago. Yeah. <laughs> and we, uh, upon, well, how about, describe the part where they find her in the closet. The sister-in-law. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah, <laughs> one of the guys goes and looks in the closet, and then he goes, he bends down, doesn't untie the lady or go, oh, you poor thing. She's like, hey, Charlie, you gotta look at this, man. You ain't gonna believe this. Yes. <laughs> the mold, And the bread is completely green at this point. Oh, yes. They have soaked it in all of the food coloring. <laughs> I wonder if they, if, if they shot all of her scenes in the same day where they tied her up, sat her in the thing. You know what? I mean, I'm sure they did. I'm sure they weren't bringing her back for a two-day shoot. Yeah. <laughs> look at a little bit of green, open the door, change the shirt. A little more yeah, green, open the yeah, door, the change, change you the know, shirt. Yeah, smear the mascara a little, open the door. Change the shirt, yeah, and then come in and say, hey, Chale, all right, you can go, thanks. Here's your 20 bucks. Yes. <laughs> but to be fair, though, it wouldn't surprise me if this movie was shot in order. Oh, you know what? That I, I that wouldn't surprise me either. Right. So. It really wouldn't. And I wouldn't be surprised to find out that behind the camera was the director doing that motion of, Keep going. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like just, just keep going. It's okay. Just keep, never mind the ambulance. Just keep going. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so then we get to the 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 you know the reveal at the end of the movie. The where moment. the guys are are they're uninstalling the microwave. I guess they're taking it out. Or yeah, it looks like they're taking it apart. Yeah. Yes, they're taking it apart. And they, they they pull wires out and they're like, oh, I don't know who rewired this. This would have caused an, this would have caused anyone with a with a pacemaker some real trouble. Yeah. You're installers. How do you know that? Yes. Whatever. Yes, you're not a doctor. How is that? Well, all they had to do was look Whatever. slightly to their. All they had to do was look slightly to their left because there was a big old sign that says "problem may cause problem with pacemakers" yeah. on the oh, inside. There was a on the you know what you're right. So every time he opened it to put someone in there, he never noticed this sign right to the to his left on the inside of the microwave. Yeah, that said caused problems with pacemakers. So that's why he got sent to the doctor to begin with. That's the big reveal. Yes, because you know what you're right. He was he was uh, at the microwave when he had it for when those uh, first heart palpitations. He was in front yeah. of the microwave. Yeah, he had it again. So, yeah, because the microwave was fucking him over. And right. sorry, was it the big reveal? Or was that the twist? The very thing that was cooking. That for was his the plate? big reveal. But you want to you want to tell him about the twist at the end? <laughs> the the wife is a ghost. <laughs> yeah. So we pan, we do a dolly shot from the kitchen. Into the garage, the refrigerator in the garage door opens. We get right in close to the head, and the eyes light up. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's an episode of, of uh, Twilight Zone, right? And then we go, to, and then we just cut right to the credits. 
Did you notice the credits? Did you, did you actually read I the did. credits? I did notice the credits. I had those written down. I thought the credits were pretty clever. Me too. Like, if you thought the movie because was crazy, these things are batshit insane. Like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, half of them are in French? Instead of actors, they would see, they had, like, entrees and well, entrees and stuff <laughs> like that. Yeah, I thought the uh, I thought the credits were very Monty Python-esque. That's yes. what I ever yeah. well, well, for Jackie, they call him Le, Le Chef. Yes. He's not He's not the, the lead actor. He's Le Chef. Yes. So I thought, yes, I thought the credits were very clever. And, and, and I thought, yeah, very well done. Yeah, they had the appetizers, they had main course, they had dessert. Yes. Like, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that, that's kind of funny. I think one, I think one was like Le Hooker or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if that might not that might not have been. I might have seen that. I'm not sure, but yeah. So. I did notice like the uh, the the one that said stripper was just Allison. <laughs> just one name. Yeah, what name do you want to put? Just Allison. That, uh, just my Allison. Mom, my mom doesn't need yeah, to know. Yeah, in case anybody sees this, just Allison. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's funny the stripper was the one of the few women in the movie that was naked. That's very true. That? Right. That's very yes, true. I did notice that. It's like they you know, they did that sex scene where he leaves his shirt on and she leaves her bra on. And then when he puts her on the table, her panties are on. So that means if they were really having sex, he put her panties back on to take her into the kitchen to kill to dismember her. Maybe. So, yeah. yeah. Well, my, well, my point is, though, like they had the, the girl at the beginning who got stuck in the two by fours or not two by fours, right. sorry, the plywood. Fully topless. Uh, we had a couple of the hookers were topless. We had the girl next door was topless. Hooker, fairly fully clothed. Even the girl yeah. in the in the uh, in, in the blue shorty shorts was showing more skin than the actual stripper on the stage. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, Allison had standards. <laughs> yeah. and, and then, but we never see the 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 girl in the bouncy blue shorts. We never see her again. She comes into the. You know, she comes in there. I guess it was for to get that gay joke in, and then and then that's it, and we never see her again. Wasn't there also so, a female her. construction worker too? No, the one that got the one that got her boobs caught in the in the plywood. No, no, there was a female construction worker carrying like a big tube or something. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. That was like a flash shot, and she's gone. And I'm like, what the hell was that? I because I thought, oh, they're going to make a gay joke and a lesbian joke, but that never happened either. No. I have a note. Uh, I have two notes here. Uh, the first one is I think he's with, talking with a psychiatrist, and he's going through, and he's like, "And this is where it's starting to get weird." I'm like, "Getting weird? <laughs> getting weird? Okay." Um, but then later on in the movie, there's a there's a a quick shot of of a guy that's kind of dressed like a caveman. Am I remembering that correctly? He gets out of a truck. Oh. Yeah, and it's a some sort of um, uh, yes, oh, pagan, oh, yeah. feast? pagan, pagan feast? Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking. And he's carrying uh, food that has a hand, and that and that that goes no. What is that? They never mention it again. No, like I, I thought that that shot was going to follow that guy into Donald's house, and he maybe ordered like that was his takeout with some sort of pagan ritual. Items? Yeah, I don't know. But you're right. It goes nowhere. It goes nowhere. There's a lot of things that they just throw in 
Yeah. <laughs> just don't go anywhere. Maybe the movie came in at like a hundred, like an hour fifteen. They're like, well, what else do we got? The, no, the movie, the movie came in at ninety minutes, and they had to cut it down to seventy six. Yeah, this movie's only an hour sixteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, and with and credits. Credits. With credits. The director said the hour and a half version moved too slow, so they had to cut about. <laughs> <laughs> what? I would love to know. What he goes, there's a lot of long minutes. boring parts that we had to cut out. <laughs> well, there's think... a lot of long boring parts that left in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. so I can't. yeah. I'd love to see those extra 15 minutes. I would. I really would. Oh, man. Absolutely. Uh, so I have, I have a couple of things on here, Scott, uh, just a couple of things. It says this one was released in full screen, unrated DVD in 2006. Uh, the front of the case art trumpeted the film as, quote, the worst horror movie of all time. Yeah. I'm inclined to agree. Uh, <laughs> and I can't believe this, but Mark, we have an almost cast. What? <laughs> yeah, I know. Apparently, Rodney Dangerfield was considered for the role of yeah. Donald. But that, is was asking, one of the, that was one of the things I was going to say. Yes, Rodney Dangerfield. But his no. asking salary was too high. No shit. Yeah, because uh, this is a... Um, well, it all depends on when it was shot. Because he did Caddyshack in 1980. So this is some, you know, so this is probably... At that point, wouldn't matter. I mean, like anywhere, like late seventies, early eighties, like you're getting prime Dangerfield. He was, as they say, at the height of his powers. Even his stand-up, like everything, right? Yeah. So he he would have asked for a hundred bucks, which is probably why they had to say no. Right. Yeah. They couldn't afford a real crab sandwich. I don't think they could afford Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> okay. Now here's here's a okay. That was one of the tips I had. Not tips. Uh, what 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 uh, trivia trivia. Here's the other one. The house where they did all the shots was the house of Mickey Dolan's of the Monkees. Really? Yes. The house where they did all the shooting was Mickey Dolan's owned that house and he sold it. And um, and he was moving out and the other people were moving in. So they had two weeks to film in that house. Before, uh, right after Mickey Dolan's moved out, and before the new people moved in, so that house they filmed in was Mickey Dolan's old house. Wow! So this wow. movie, this movie has a connection to the monkeys. That is insane! <laughs> wow! I wow! I, I don't know what to say. I'm blown away. Yeah. Like, I that's wow. <laughs> I got nothing for that. I, I really don't. I got nothing for that. They couldn't have told them what they were doing. No, no. <laughs> They're like, yeah, oh, I'd probably film in a porn or something. Because this was, I mean, this was well after the Monkees fame and well before the Monkees reunion. So this is, you know, when he was in limbo. So sort of, I'm guessing. Well, he was a, uh, Mickey Dolans was a pretty big TV director at, at, during that time. So. Wow. Wow. Yeah. So we have a Monkees connection. We have a Rodney Dangerfield connection. And a frosty, and a frosty snowman, snowman connection. yeah, connection, yeah. That's right. what you can. That's how you can promote this. This one. Wow. What do oh, Frosty right. the Snowman, the Monkeys, and Caddyshack all have in common? 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, wait for that question on Jeopardy. Yeah. You'd be the only one sitting at home going, I know this one. I know this one. Come on, you idiot. Ring in. <laughs> That's the que- kind of question you get so excited about knowing that you forget to say what is and then lose yes. it yeah. anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you're the only one in the world that would know that, and then you'd be just be like, oh, Mike Wesker. You forgot to say what is. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> The guy next to you just repeats, what is microwave massacre? Ding! Yes. You bastard! That's a thousand dollar question. That was the daily double. Um, <laughs> so, as always on this show, we try to find the real story behind the story, Mark. I have six. Okay. <laughs> so, or is it how to make friends and eat people? <laughs> Boiled babes? Uh, <laughs> Some instructions, or is it some instructions? Microwave for 10 minutes. Caution, contents will be hot. Okay. Uh, guess who's coming and dinner. <laughs> the story of Cannibal Lecter, and also, of course, Cannibal Run. Okay. <laughs> Scott? All right, I'm going to cheat a little on this one. Um, because when I watched the little documentary at the end, uh, the uh, the uh, the one of the uh, construction workers was in it, and um, he said during the sh- during the sh- during the shoot, you know, Jackie Vernon called me over and said, "What do you think this film's about?" And the young guy goes, "Ah, this film's going to make me famous." And Jackie goes, "Well, here's what I think it's about. I just think it's about uh, machines taking over our lives." Uh, so, um. You know, how how machines get bigger and better and, and they do more, so we do less. So it may lessen us as people if machines do more. And and, and so I'm, I'm going to use Jackie's. But Jackie said to the guy, he goes, I want you to remember that. So in case anybody asks you about me, you'll know that I was a deep person. <laughs> All right. <laughs> wow. Okay. Uh, well, I have two. I have, uh, or is it an advertisement for the bologna and cheese sandwich industry? Oh, big bologna. Big bologna. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, or is it the worst horror movie ever based on the worst vaudeville act ever? Because <laughs> some of these jokes come right out of the cat skills, man. Oh, absolutely. Yes. My I wife's cooking said, is so bad. genuinely made me laugh. So. <laughs> yeah. My right wife. The, yeah, take my wife, please. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I think the fact that he delivers some, I mean, I think the part that makes it funny is what he's doing combined with the fact that he is so low-key and so deadpan. I think yeah. the, the juxtaposition makes it funny. Yeah. You, you know what I like about this movie is that we don't, uh, as in most horror movies when it's around crime, we never get the cop that's on the case. Like yeah. no one, no one is even close to figuring this guy out. No, nobody's. No, it doesn't look like anybody's investigating it. No, no yeah, the local, no local sheriff, no Mulder and Scully on it. Like nobody. The only person remotely concerned is the sister-in-law, and he takes care of her in thirty seconds. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, uh, this was almost a perfect crime. It yes. really was. Yeah, <laughs> it really, really was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> oh my god. <laughs> All right. Well, that's going to about do it uh, for. Was it Microwave Massacre? I totally forgot the name. Microwave. Of the movie. <laughs> You've already forgotten the name. Oh my god. <laughs> I may forget the name, but I'll never forget the movie. Trust me. No, uh, not even if I tried. Scott, just thanks. FYI, once again on the on the uh, documentary, uh, he's trying to get a sequel. <laughs> the documentary is made in 2016. So he goes, people are asking for a sequel to Who's Microwave asking Massacre. for a sequel? Who is asking for a sequel from this? What, what kind people. of cult? What is it? What, what's that line from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Uh, hi, where the, when, they're, when they're putting the ark away? Well, who gave Top these orders? Men. Top oh. men. <laughs> Top men are asking for sequels for this and, movie. And what kind of men? Top men. <laughs> Top wow. men and Allison. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Well, hey, Fifty Shades of Grey got three, so just saying. <laughs> oh man. Well, well, Scott, thank you so much. Yeah. This thank was, you guys. I enjoyed this. So yeah, this was this was unique. This was unique. You never know what uh, what you're going to get when you invite Scott White on your podcast. Definitely no, for sure. I'm oh man. Yeah. So. Whenever you guys let me back, I'll do it. Yeah. So, but thank you guys for letting me do this. So, well, speaking this is of that, one of those movies that's more fun if you get to discuss it with people. So, speaking of that, we do have a proposition for you. We'll talk about it off air, but okay. we, a, we have a pro, we, we have a project in mind that we think you might be perfect for. So, okay, I will. Yeah, I, I'll definitely let you in, uh, listen to your proposition, and if my price isn't as high as Rodney's, I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll do. I'll do. It. Uh, anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, I've, uh, I don't know if you guys know about my dad is, uh, my dad's, uh, 92 and he learned to text at 89 and he, my dad's just a character and he'll send me these off the wall, odd texts about all his adventures in life, which he's just having fun, which I think is great at 82. He still has his sense of humor. So, I've taken a bunch of his texts and I've written backstories to the texts. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So uh, just uh, check it out at, um, at Bulldog Chronicles on Facebook. And that'll give you a link. That'll give you a link to the blog that I'm doing. Uh, Bulldog Chronicles. And it's also on Twitter at, uh, at the Bulldog Crow one. And uh, if, uh, if you guys could put that in a link of, I will. Uh, uh, you know, of the of the show, I would greatly appreciate it. Just yep. trying to get that out to as many people as possible. I will. I have checked that out. I, I saw it on Facebook. I checked it out. It's very entertaining. Thank, uh, so thank you. Yes, definitely. Yeah, worth I'm just checking trying, out. trying to get that out to people. But uh, that's it. That's all I've got to plug right now. So just yeah, just enjoy. Follow Bulldog on Twitter and uh, and like him on Facebook. Well, we do appreciate you coming out. Um, I guess that's pretty much it. I'm Sean Taylor. No, I mean Mark. Join us next I'm time. Scott White. <laughs> Join us next time when we'll take a look at the story of small town folk trapped in a grocery store being attacked by Kermit. Stephen King hits the screen with another adaptation in The Frog. <laughs> <laughs>